Welcome to track number two of Army of Heart Followers. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you excited to be here? This camp marks a turning point in your life. Amen. Anyone who is attending this camp will become one of the mighty men of God. Whatever dream you have about serving God, is being fulfilled practically now. God is lifting you to a level that you only read about in books. God is lifting you to a level that you only see on videos. You are now in that level in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we lift our hands to you and we expect great things. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your power that is working in our lives already. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Um, do you guys want to come a little nearer? Up to here, right there. Okay, it's enough. And do you guys want to come a little nearer? All right, up to about there. Okay, 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 okay. If you are too far at the back, you can be behind this. You can take your. No, no, no. Well, I think people are. Anyway, arrange yourselves. The back row, you know, move. If you are sitting over here, you want to move here, do it. I'm first serve. All right, so that you are not too far. Yeah. Okay. Now. Our theme is the army of hard followers. The army of hard followers. Are you excited to be a hard follower? Amen. God has specially chosen you. That's why you are here. Amen. The army of hard followers. You don't say hard. You say hard followers. Hallelujah. Sit down. Now, 
I believe that God is supernaturally making you a hard follower. Psalm 63, verse 8. Psalm 63, verse 8. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. Amen. Amen. My soul followeth hard after thee. And thy right hand upholdeth me. Amen. Amen. This uh, beautiful verse is a very important verse in the Bible. It says, my soul followeth hard after thee. Hard. God doesn't speak like audibly. He's made the earth to put us in it. Animals, oceans, the sun, the moon, the stars. Everywhere. It's quiet. When you search everywhere, you can't find him. (laughs) Do you see? He can't be seen. But he's real. Somebody must have made all these things. You know? So where is he? For years and years, human beings have not known anything about these marvelous planets, what they are, even up till now. We don't know what they are. Some are cold, some are hot. Some are freezing, some are solid. Mars and co are solid. But Jupiter is made of gas. And Saturn, made of gas with rocks. And they all have moons. Some of the moons are as big as the earth. Huh? Yes. And this, this, they are there for, for years. You know? The sun is one of the first things to be worshipped by human beings. The sun has been a god for many people. The sun god. Yes. They worship it, pray to it. You see, because it's so mighty. When you look at it, your eye can get wet. You're not supposed to look directly at the sun. And I thought it was flat. But after some time, when they were able to make rockets, they went out into space. And I found the sun is an exploding ball of gas with nuclear power. So much.
much nuclear power that can burn up the whole earth thousand times over exploding you don't find God no one is speaking no one is saying I'm here no one is saying I've done it huh so this invisible God whom I've been praying to for years And to whom I can pray, and I will not hear a single word audibly. <laughs> not one word. Like you have to walk away from your prayer and believe that He is there and that He heard you and He was with you and that He is with you. Is it not amazing? amazing. And this God is the one that David said, my soul followeth after thee. I'm following after God. The God who cannot be seen, cannot be touched, cannot be felt. Huh? My soul followeth hard after thee. And that is the quest that the army of hard followers has as well. If you are a hard follower, we are hard followers of God, not hard followers of money. Yes. Recently, a brother who became a minister of the gospel is a reverend a pastor a missionary he said to me he, he was privileged to visit some of his friends in america <laughs> and then he wrote me and said i am glad that i took the option because he was faced with the two options to serve God on the mission field or go to America where his relatives are. And he said, I am glad that I took the decision to serve God because when I went to America, all that the people there have are debts. Yes. And he said to me, I am richer than all of them. At least I am above zero. Because zero is more than minus 500,000. People have forgotten math. Yeah. If you owe even 10 cities and you have nothing, the one with nothing is richer than the one with minus 10. Don't forget that in your whole life is a very important calculation. Hallelujah. So my soul followeth hard after the God I cannot see. The God whom you may serve till you die and never see. 
Never hear a word from you. Have to die believing. And your reward is going to be very great. Yes. One day Stevie Wonder came to our church, played the piano and sang. And somebody told me, you know, that Stevie Wonder, it's not that he's such a fantastic pianist. But it's because he's blind and can play. Do you see? That makes him so great. He's blind, he can play and sing. And cannot see. That makes him very great. And those who can even see cannot play. But you can see, you can't play. So what makes us very great is the fact that we cannot see. The fact that we cannot see God. We cannot see him at all. But like we are walking as if we've seen him, as if we saw him early this morning. It's a fantastic thing. And it makes you very great. So the angels are sort of, they are like impressed with you. So when you are going in the right direction, you say, wow, look at this guy. That's why you will rule over angels. None of them have done what you've done. To believe in God, you cannot see and follow him. Ah! They are sort of surprised. So they can see how great he is. And we who cannot see him have composed the song, How great thou art, how great thou art. We can't see him more. Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder can't see thy hand have made. I see the same stars. The universe displays. You're understanding the song better, isn't it? Yeah. Since my soul, my Savior God to me. How great thou art. How great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art, how great. No, I can't see you. And I cannot see, and most of us cannot see most of the things. Yes, that God has made. We don't know. Even on the earth. Yes. There are some places if you ever get the chance to go worth going. Yeah. Like the Arctic Circle. If you have a chance to go. It's, it's worth going. <laughs> I've never been there. <laughs> you see icebergs. You may see the aurora borealis, the, the waves from the sun coming and hitting the, hitting the North Pole. Yeah. 
They used to worship and they thought they were angels flying. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. If you ever have a chance to go to the Antarctic, Antarctica, not Arctic, Antarctic, it's also different. It's a continent. And it expands during winter. So half the whole continent becomes double. The sea freezes. The sea freezes. And becomes ice. It becomes huge. There, you see the penguins who come there. The seals. You'll be there. <laughs> there are many great places. Right on earth. And you don't even get a chance to see it. And see the great things that God has made. That are so wonderful. Right in the ice. Under the ice. There are animals. That live there. That's where they are okay. That's where they are happy. The penguins. Minus 50 degrees. You see them. The wind is blowing and they stand there in the, in the winter. And the wind blows on them. They, are, they come every year for that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just marvelous. And the one who made all these things is not saying anything. He's just calmly watching us. Whether we will believe in him or we will follow him or we will flow with him. He's not saying anything. So you can see even this David, all that he knew was Israel. Just about 200 miles radius. And he says, my soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. How does he even know that God has a right hand? So, anybody who follows God is a great person. Because you are a man or a woman of faith. You believe in God. And it's not a small thing to believe in God. You can't see him. He doesn't speak. You know, one time I was in a hotel in South Africa and I was praying the whole day. Started in the morning, it was dark. The day came, the day finished, it was evening, I was still praying. And I was saying, God, you wouldn't show up at all. <laughs> you wouldn't say anything at all, not a word. The only sound you hear, people outside moving, nothing. But my soul followeth <laughs> So, the army of heart followers are the army of reward reapers. In heaven, you'll be congratulated throughout your through when you are whilst you are walking through heaven, eh? when you are walking through heaven, they will be saluting you. Even rejoiners vision when recently 1998 or when he went to heaven and they were saluting him. They were all saluting. Say, why are you? Why are you bowing? Hey, we are so we are meant to see you. Like, I mean, these are great people, a great person. 
were saluting him throughout as he was coming. He said, why, why, are they, why are they bowing? Why are they bowing? Yes. It's a great thing to be a hard follower, to be a, a servant of the Lord. Yeah. If you like, you can read it in Final Quest. Hindu were bowing. He, he, he asked them, why? Why are they? You, you'll be surprised. When you get to heaven, they'll why? What am I? Who am I? Look, you are a very great person. Yeah, you are very important. He said, because you have been given the privilege to fight in the last battle. All of you here have been given the privilege to fight in the last battle. Amen. Are you excited about this marvelous privilege? I'm excited. So I've been given the privilege to fight. Since I was 25, I became a pastor. I was 25 years to when I became a pastor. And I've been fighting the last battle since then. I've seen so many things. Yes. Through many dangers, toils, and snares have we already come. You know that song. Through many dangers, toils, and snares have we already come. Tis grace that brought this grace safe as far, and grace will lead me home. You didn't know it was amazing grace, isn't it? Yeah. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, a snare is a surprise. Whenever you see a surprise, you are usually seeing a high-level satanic attack on your life. Uh, you see, what you expect, you've prepared for. It's what you don't expect that you haven't prepared for. And that's why all your guards are sleeping. All your guards are on vacation. All your guards have gone to buy kenke. They are all not around. Through many dangers, toils, and snares. Dangers, toils, and snares. On Sunday, one of our members was going home on the motorway. And he said, he remembered me telling, don't drive past on this motorway. And there on the motorway was a tipper truck parked, waiting for him. And he suddenly saw it just at the last moment and started breaking, breaking. And the car started going like that. Right, I mean, there was a car on the side, so it couldn't go anywhere. Went right under the tipper truck and the car stopped just before, just before the windscreen. The flare of the body. Yes. Yes. You see, what you, when it's a surprise, yeah. that's, that's the high level attacks on your life. A snares. In the Bible, you see that we're snares, trap. Because you are walking in, think there will be a hole here. Not thought of holes in the ground. Not thought of this. You've not thought of that. You've not thought of this possibility. So after you followed God for some time, you would have seen snares, 
you'd have seen dangers you are aware of. Snares you are not aware of as possibilities. Yes. That is why the Bible says many are called. Now is these things on the way? What you know, what you never thought of. Do you care to you that it's a possible thing that can happen? Or sometimes something you, you expect can happen, but a variety of it that you didn't think of that it could be in that way of the same thing you know. Yeah, but a, var- a variation. Like maybe you are only expecting a, a young girl to be a temptation to you. But then you meet an elderly woman with, with cloth, wearing cloth. And you realize that this is not what I expected. I was expecting this from a very beautiful, fresh watermelon sister. Very rounded. <laughs> but this time, it came in the form of, with a cloth. Somebody who has just come from a funeral. So it's the same trouble, but a variation that surprised you. Yes. Are you still around? Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. Tis grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. Tis grace that has brought me safe thus far thus far this far and grace will lead me home whatever grace has carried you up to this point that grace is available to carry you to the end of your journey amen amen this grace has brought me safe thus far and his grace will lead me home receive it in the name of Jesus hallelujah so my soul followeth after the God I cannot see the God I cannot touch but my soul followeth hard after thee. What does it mean to follow hard? Number one, to follow hard means to follow closely upon something until you feel its presence. To follow hard until you feel its presence. 
Amen. Number two, to follow hard, to follow something, and to follow hard in that expression, followeth hard, means, to follow hard means to try to find out more about something. So whatever you are following hard, you are finding out more about that thing. Yeah. That's what it means to follow hard. Number three, what does it mean to follow hard? To follow hard is to make efforts over a long period of time. To make efforts over a long period of time. Amen. So, Anyone who is making efforts over a long period of time is a hard follower. Thank God for your your nice young life in which you are following the Lord. Do you get it? But to follow hard is to make efforts over a long period of time. Yes. Then you are a hard follower. Not easy to get you off the track. Not that easy to move you away from what you have decided to do. Yes. Because you are a hard follower. Amen. Amen. So, number four. To follow hard after something means to carry out something to its logical conclusion. Alright? To its logical conclusion. Now, the logical conclusion of ministry is full-time ministry. It's a, it's a, it's a logical conclusion. Let's, 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 let us take this. Let's say God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The world is full of 7 billion people. Few of these 7 billion people know Jesus as Savior. Amen. Amen. The world is coming to an end right before our eyes. Our chances of living beyond 100 years is not so high. True or not true? True. Our chances of living beyond a hundred years, not very high. Even 70. I don't know how high it is. Not everybody here is going to be 70. It's just being realistic. You'll be 70. But why do we live our lives? Even you are supposed to retire by 55, 60, depending on the country. The logical conclusion of how much time you have is that you would do it all out. Being a lay person is something that we do Because as we serve God, that may be the only way you can do what you have to do for the Lord. 
more. But if really you are following him, or a time will come when you follow him so much that you create so much work. You see, I my ministry creates so much work around me. There are people I never thought I would need in my life, but they are all around. Because I create work. My ministry creates work. The fruit I'm producing creates jobs. Job creation. <laughs> but it's not, in, it's not intended to create jobs, but it creates work. Do you understand? Yeah. And logically, I don't have time to go to Kolebu to work. That's my original workplace. I don't have time to go there. I used to work at Kolebu. Some of you don't know. I used to be paid at Kolebu. Yeah. Yeah. 25 CDs. 25 uh, CDs. Something like that. The logical to follow hard is to follow something to its end. Yeah. It's like, I love you. You tell a lady, I love you. Tell a girl, I love you. I love you very much. I love you so much. <laughs> I really, really love you. You don't know what I feel today. What's the logical conclusion of that one? Marry the person, is it not true? So, what I'm trying to say is that all these things we are doing have a logical conclusion. So, if you are loving the person, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Marry the person. Don't talk too much. I love you. Propose. Propose. Say, will you marry me? Stop always. I love you. I love you. I love you. Say it clearly. So God is also saying to us, all right, if you love him, 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 you are working for him, you love him, you are following him hard. Where does it get to? It gets to the ultimate. Whatever the ultimate, and in the ultimate is often to work for him. In full-time ministry, in a full-time capacity, all out. Not for salary, for sacrifice. Go elsewhere for your good salaries. Church, we don't have good salaries. Don't work for salary. If it's salary you need, I will even take your uh, application letter to so many people. I have a lot of people I know who can help you with a good job and a good salary. And I need people with good salaries to support the work of God. (laughs) 
Number five, to follow hard is to pursue something in order to catch it. Follow something in order to catch it. You're trying to catch, like if you are following a dog, hard, you're trying to catch the dog. You're following a deer, an antelope. You are pursuing it in order to catch it. That's the aim. Number six, to follow hard means to pursue a particular aim or a particular result. Amen. It is to pursue a particular aim or a particular goal, a particular result. People who are not hard followers, they don't, they don't look for a particular result. You see, I wanted to have a church with people in the church. That was the result I was looking for. I had nobody and I wanted a church. That's it. So, and then I had a church. I needed a particular result in my life, in my ministry. I wanted to have people. Yes, I wanted to have a church with people. I wanted a church to be bigger. That was my aim. So I was following a particular aim. That makes me a hard follower. But people who don't work with targets in mind or aims in mind, they just, they, they just relax and they go on for years. So if, for instance, somebody is saying, I love you, I love you, but it has not got the aim to marry you. Do you understand? That person doesn't become a hard follower. He's just a gentle follower. It's like, I'm following you. I say, I love you, but I'll see you later. I love you, but I'll see you later. But the one who is a hard follower, he has the aim and the result. Yes. When I started following my beloved in school, I had an aim, a result, a goal to marry. Hey. I followed that result. So it's logical conclusion. To follow hard is to pursue something to catch it. Yes. <laughs> so until I caught it, I have not followed hard. Followed hard enough. So those of you who have beloveds who have these endless relationships, it's like I'm in a relationship with you to 2022. 2026. And the last one is to follow hard is to follow something in order to overtake it. Amen. 